0: Big wins and payouts are what you're chasing, but all the games are getting intimidating. You're feeling anxious hearing your heart racing, just tune in to Cash Considerations. This is Cash Considerations, we are Cash Considerations, The sports wages, you gotta have patience. Just tune in to Cash Considerations. Welcome to the Cash Considerations Podcast, where your three favorite industry insiders break down the best sports betting action for the week. Ever think to yourself, man, I wonder what else the guys on the other side of this counter have? If so, you're already a winner because you came to the right place. We will never try to sell you picks or information. We only ask that you spread the word on a show that's bound to be worth your while. On today's show for Friday, November the 10th, the crew dives headfirst into the NFL action for Week 10. There's not much more you can see here, just pure winners. Don't take my word for it though. Let's get to the action. Welcome back, players. You are now tuned into Cast Considerations. My name is David Griffin, aka your boy D Griff. And joining me as always is my main man Dave Sherapan. How are you, my friend?
1: Dude, I am sitting in the Ramada Inn in Palmdale, California. Getting ready for a big softball tournament for the weekend. But we're in the lobby promoting the show. Everybody's looking at me like what the hell is this guy doing? He said I'm <laughs> talking football with my boys, baby. Let's go.
0: Dedication, ladies and gentlemen. That is the definition of dedication, Dave Sherapan. And with us, as always, is the one, the only, Alan Eistberg, the Bergman. How you doing, my man?
2: Ah, uh, doing good, fellas. Let's let's uh let's cut it up this weekend, all right?
0: Let's keep it rolling. Um, hopefully, Allen can stay 3-0 and on the big three. Because from now on, I'm not even going to bet mine. I'm just going to put a three-teamer, whatever Allen picks, every week. And uh, see if I can get that. <laughs> new and the
2: run top, is over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't say
2: it. Just kidding, man. Oh,
0: uh, okay. I love it. Absolutely. Griff's going
2: to get hot. Griff's going to get hot. I can feel it.
0: No, I'm telling you, I am hot. I told you guys, college basketball is what I do. It's what I take serious. I was supposed to put the picks up on Twitter, but I've been running around doing so many thing, different things today that I just didn't get an opportunity to really sit down and knock it all out. But I literally had 20 plays I could post in my notes with the timestamp on it of when I put them up because I, I picked them as soon as the lines came out. I had 20 plays. Out of those 20 plays, I'm going 15 out of 20. It's incredible. College, the first week of college basketball, I feel like, is the easiest one to get because the guys just aren't as sharp. There, there's guys like me that look so closely into these things that the lines just can't can't catch up as early. But this is good stuff, dude. Fifteen it. and
1: five is strong. I mean, that's fifteen winners in a day is more than you had in a month on the show. <laughs> and this is, I mean, and that's okay. Like this is your thing. So this is what we got to do. We might have to go to daily or do this live thing at one point and just go ten minutes with DeGriff college basketball.
2: Well, this this won't be the most popular thing that we're going to say all year, I'm sure. But when these NFL lines start to get really tight, we're probably going to have to throw in another sport occasionally into our big three. I'm just telling you right now. There comes a point, people, people, when you have to get off the NFL and wait for the playoffs unless you just have some great tip because I'm telling you, the lines are going to get ridiculous so close every one play.
0: It's looking more and more like that every week. I am right there with you. A-Dog. Oh, I like that. A-Dog. All right. Well, let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, let's not procrastinate or wait. Let's just go ahead and jump right into what everybody's here for the NFL. Um, like, we, like we've like we been doing the last couple of weeks, we got our top seven, the seven games that we really like. We're going to dive into the top matchups of the week, and then we'll hit you with the quick fire. So with that being said, um, first game out of the top seven. This is the game that uh, pretty much everybody said this is one of the main marquee matchups of the week. And this is where you're going to really see if one team is legit or not. And that is New Orleans at Buffalo. Uh, Right now, you can get either New Orleans uh, minus a two and a half minus 120. Or you could even get Buffalo plus three minus 120, depending on who you like and really, really want to go with it. Uh, I'm going to defer on this first one and I'm going to throw it to Al. Al, tell me what you think about this matchup.
2: Um, I actually think that both of these teams are playoff teams, likely. Um, but I, I think in this spot, I, I just feel like if you're going to play it, it's a better it's a better opportunity for Buffalo. Um, main reason because they're good at running the ball, and I think the Saints' defensive strength thus far has been uh, handling the pass pretty well the last few weeks. So I, I think with the game management and uh, the type of game that Buffalo wants to play, uh, being at home gives them value with the plus three.
0: I like that. I can't argue with that one bit. One thing I'll say, just a quick interesting note, Alan. you might appreciate this. I was listening to Jay Glazer. Um, he's a guy who's a former UFC type guy, and uh, he works with a lot of athletes and kind of teaches them UFC and just teaches them how to train. Well, apparently the whole offseason he worked with the secondary for the Saints because he wanted to get them tougher, and they're really, really young, and wanted to kind of teach them like, how to, just how to be tough and what football really is and stuff like that. And then now you can see that, like you said, their past defense has been – uh, much, much improved. So I bet this dude, Jay Glazer, is going to get a lot of teams going to him in this offseason to try to uh, build some toughness on their defense. I'm looking at this, and I I don't like the Saints on the road, almost ever. They're, they're so good at home, but their offense doesn't always translate to the road. But now that they have the, the run game that they have, i I really like it they're playing hot i'm just gonna go with the hot hand as far as i'm concerned i'm gonna go ahead and if i can get new orleans minus two and a half i'll take it and run with it what about you dave
1: i am gonna second everything that alan said with this one (laughs) i really this was my top game uh when we voted because i really really like buffalo in this spot home game outside against a dome team mother nature um you know, came right in on time, and they got a big gust of Arctic air. It's 20 degrees in Buffalo right now, and it's going to be cold and May snow. Um, the Saints are hot. They've never been higher this season. Their stock is is at its peak, and, you know, 6-2 and two on the season, six-game winning streak. Everything points to this being the public road favorite of the week. Give me the home dog plus three and uh, look for Buffalo to win the game outright.
0: Oh, man, I'm on the public side again. You would think that like, this show would be for me and the people then. <laughs> <laughs> me and the public are all on the same side. Shoot, uh,
1: You're the uh, people's no. champ, Griff. You're the people's you champ. Go. It
0: doesn't matter. Nah, I can't argue one bit with, with that as synopsis. Like I said, I, I really hate taking the Saints on the road, but they're so hot. I, I've lost a lot of money this season trying to go against the hot team and trying to pick when they're going to lose. Um like you kinda said, you don't want to get in front of that bus, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump behind it. It's not a game I, I loved a lot from the beginning, but hey, you guys do make a solid point, so we'll see. You guys have been doing better than I have the last couple of weeks, so um as far as that goes. If anyways.
2: there if there was if there was a transcript of this podcast, this is one I would tell the listeners to highlight. Do not try to be smarter than everyone else and try to pick the team that's playing well and bet against them. We had this guy when I first started in the industry, he was called Teddy the Mush because he would come in and he would fade every team in baseball that was winning, including one year, he was going against a team that won 21 straight games. So (laughs) don't try to be smarter than everybody. Just feel it out. Look at the numbers. Focus on that. Definitely. So that's a good point, Griff. It's very smart.
0: All right, next matchup that we have on the docket. This is a game I actually really like. We got Jacksonville at home. Their minus four is the best number you looking like you can get. There's some four and a halves out there. Over under forty one. They got the L.A. Chargers coming into town. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just kick this bad boy off. Like I said, this is kind of a matchup that I really like, and not even from a spread standpoint, but I really, really like the total in this game. And I'm going to go a little different than what you might think. I'm, I really like this game over. This is uh, If you are if you look at the board, there's a lot of low totals this, this week, and I think actually you're going to probably see a lot of overs. Um, Jacksonville at home, I think they're going to be able to put up points. I think they're going to be able to run the ball against this Chargers team. Uh, Chargers really don't have much of a good uh, rush defense, so I think they're going to be able to put up points. But then on the back end, I do think that the Chargers are going to be able to uh, to score. So I'm actually seeing this game being like somewhere 21 to 20 late, and it ended up being a game that'll go over with the last score or something close to that, because I expect it to end up being like 24 to 21. So nothing crazy, nothing flying over. To to like over exaggerate it. But I do think both teams are going to score in the 20s. And if both teams go in the 20s. It's going over. Jax D. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Uh.
2: Did you all. Did you all catch my man Jalen Ramsey. Just completely get AJ Green to lose his freaking mind. That was amazing.
1: But that was That was nasty. really good stuff. Yeah, that was uh, was that fr- not frustration at its finest. I mean, he had just had enough.
2: That was a pro bowler that he made yeah. lose it to the point where he punched him. <laughs> it was incredible. And did you guys see his post game when they talked to him? And he was telling the, he was he was telling the media, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to find him. We're going to see <laughs> each other in off season."
0: Oh, no, I didn't see that. You <laughs> didn't see that? Didn't oh, see you got to go no. look it up
2: on YouTube. Uh, it's incredible. That guy is like crazy. Well, I'm telling you, the way these guys play, I mean, man, they're tough to go against. I mean, and we keep talking the Blake Bortles factor, but they're really limiting him, and uh, they run game solid. Uh, I, you know, if I if I bet this one, I'd have to bet Jacksonville, but I, I hate betting against Phillip Rivers. I really do. That guy just, he is a gamer, no doubt about it, and they need wins, and they, they're not out of this division yet either, which is crazy. So it's not one I'm I'm leaping out to jump on, but... If I had to, I'd bet Jacksonville.
1: For me, the number's right. Like the number last week was definitely wrong. It started at four against Cincinnati, and it closed about what it should have, and they still covered easy. Now Mm. they get the Chargers off a bye. Cross-country trip, and everybody knows when West Coast teams go east and play an early start, they don't usually fare well. But the Chargers run the ball. Um, the Jaguars run the ball. I was going to make a case for the under, and Griff went on calling it an exact score and a last score go over. (laughs) I I don't know what to say. I was like, oh, man, he's, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I just think this is going to be one of those ball control games where we're going to kick a lot of field goals. And, I mean, if they get into the red zone and score, it's going to go over. But it has the makings, to me, of an under game limited possessions, sustained drives. Gordon and Fournette both, you know, rush for close to 100 yards and 20-17 final. Um, that's what I was going to say. So I don't want to sound like I'm against everything that Griff says, but I was leaning under when we got to the game.
0: <laughs> I feel you, man, but um, don't go against me. I'm going to win. No, this is one of those things to where, like, kind of like I said, I like what Alan was saying. I actually like the Jags in the game, but with the Philip Rivers factor of him being able to uh, just grit stuff out, I really see it being like a 24-21 to 21 game. So if I had to take it, I would take uh, the Chargers. Take the points. It could be a, a late field goal game. Three touchdowns from each team and then late field goal by either side. And I, when, whenever I see a game like that, you always want to be on the side getting the field goal. I um, mean, getting the points rather than side uh, laying the points. So, The next game on our Big 7 is going to be Minnesota at Washington. This is another really good matchup I like. You got uh, Minnesota actually laying one and a half on the road. You can even get a one somewhere if you like Minnesota. The over-under is 41. Again, a lot of really low over-unders in these matchups. Um, it's your turn, Dave. I'm going to you first. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm surprised by the line. I really thought Minnesota would be a three-point favorite, and I guess Washington actually winning the game against Seattle last week may have knocked this number down a point. Um, Minnesota's good, man. Al gave us the Vikings D back in like our preview show or week one or two, and they just keep getting better. Um, I'm surprised that it's less than three. I feel like they're suckering me in, but I would say Minnesota's got to be the side in this one, although I like that play where a road team wins a game outright as a dog, comes home and gets points. This is the, this is one of those trends. It doesn't show up but more than, like I said, eight or ten times a year. That one would say to play on the Redskins. So you can make a case for both sides. But for me, um, the team off a of bye way, outweighs that other one, especially the week after they play Seattle. I would say Minnesota's the side for me.
0: What do you think, Al? you uh, listening
2: to my phone. I think Big Dave basically just said everything I was going to say. Uh, love the Vikings in this spot. I, I you know, I mentioned last week how I was very hyped about the Seahawks, and I felt like it was not a foregone conclusion that they would win this game against Washington. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think, is one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. So those kind of players, you, know, you just can't count out. Uh, but I think he's going to see an entirely different animal on Sunday. Uh, and, you know, we did know about the documented offensive lineman injuries that they've been having in Washington, and I think that's going to play a big role in this game.
0: Um, I was just going to say pretty much the same thing you guys said, so I'm not going to repeat it. I really like Minnesota. Um, I, Kirk Cousins, they won that game against Seattle, but he's really not playing great football. He's, he's, a, he's a quarterback that usually plays, like, one really good half, and then the other half it's who knows. So I'm going to go with the Minnesota defense, and – uh, we can leave it at that. That's good though. So that was that the was a side.
1: trifecta, right? That was the trifecta on the same side. Take note of that one, please.
2: That's a rarity. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> very very rare. Oh, okay. So next game on the docket. You know, what's crazy. A lot of these games have a. Uh, Some serious line movement from where they opened up with. Like that last Minnesota game actually opened up three. Now it's one and a half. In this game here, Tampa Bay at home going against the Jets. It opened up at like pick or minus one at a lot of places. And now it's the Jets minus two and a half. Um, Two and a half if you like Tampa Bay. You could actually get a one and a half still out there if you are feeling the Jets. I'm assuming obviously that's going to be because Jameis Winston is out and Mike Evans is out. What do you you like, Allen?
2: What kind of world are we living in, where the Jets are favored on the road? <laughs> I mean, this, <laughs> this this is like the biggest one hundred and eighty I, I think I, I could see I've ever seen coming. I mean, from from a team that you know nobody thought could even win four games this year, they've already hit the mark, and it's it's astonishing the job that Todd Bowles has done. I mean, he really deserves a lot of credit for this roster that they gave him. Yep. Um, w- with that said. Uh, there's no way you could get me to bet this game. I, I just, I find everything about it awful. I could actually see Fitzpatrick <laughs> doing well against his jets team because he played there. Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really see a reason to back either team here. Uh, yeah, just pass people.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and say, like you said, Fitzpatrick has actually played for the Jets. And I'm looking at it as the same thing that happened early in the season when we talked about Mike Lennon going and playing his old team, going back and playing Tampa Bay. I think it's one of those situations to where you got Fitz going back, playing against the Jets. They know Fitz better than anyone else is going to know Fitz. And I think it's going to be a really, really tough game for, uh, for Fitz. And it's crazy because... Um he's played some backup. He's got minutes because Jameis Winston in the last couple of weeks has really only been able to play a half because then his shoulder will start hurting or there's rumors that they're just trying to give uh Ryan Fitzpatrick looks because Jameis just hasn't been looking as good as it is, so but he's been playing and he hasn't looked great. He's he's like thrown a really good pass and then he'll throw something and you'll be like, How is he still a quarterback? So it's one of those things where I think the Jets are just going to know him really well. And I, I don't, you're going to be late to the party if this line goes to three. So if it was me, I'd go out right now and get that one to uh, minus one and a half uh, on the Jets because I think they're going to dominate defensively in this game.
1: Damn, Griff, you're braver soul than me
0: laying points <laughs> on the road with the Jets. Um,
1: I can't believe the line. I don't care. I've been bashing Fitzy for a couple weeks now. We were, on the, we were on the Winston. We knew. We kept saying something's not right. He's not healthy. We've been going against the Buccaneers week after week after week. Well, I'm jumping on board with Fitzy this week. I think he's going to have something to prove against the team that he just played for. And ironically, McCown was just on the Buccaneers like two years ago, too. This is such a disaster matchup. And it's comical that we're even talking about it. And I don't think it's going to make the board again. The Jets have the best record against the spread in the NFL. Let me just repeat that. At 6-2-1, the Jets have the best record against the spread in the NFL. The Buccaneers are 1-6-1. The only team with only one win against the spread in the NFL. Makes no sense. So I'm going to take the dog at home. two and a half, Tampa Bay.
0: It's crazy because I got a I got a buddy that I work with who took the under in the Jets season total wins. Oh. Halfway through the season, <laughs> you got a dead ticket. Like you said, Alan, this is a crazy turnaround that the Jets have had, and I think it's just going to keep going. All right, we got a net the next game up on the Docket. This is gonna be your favorite game, Big Dave. It's Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Pittsburgh minus 10 on the road. The over-under is 45. I'm coming to you first, Dave. What do you like?
1: Dude, I swear, I don't know why. The Steelers are good. I mean, if we were doing See, the Power 5, they would be my three seed. Like, they would be my three t- And I'm going to pick against them again. They're laying 10 on 10. the road. The 10. I mean, 10, right, from, from Varsity Blues. It's a 10. <laughs> you got to be kidding me like I know the Steelers are good and they're a huge public team the defense has been playing great but it's still the NFL and the Colts I mean they're still you know they have a they're still a franchise they haven't been relegated yet they still they still have uniforms and coming out and they're still professionals it's way too many points i mean this this is a total i think overreaction to bye week Steelers Colts it, i think you got to take 10 i mean i'm not in a hurry to bet it but I'm not saying go play Steelers minus ten.
0: Okay, what do you think, Al? Before I think of a creative way to say pass, why don't you tell them what you think?
2: I think by the time that uh, the one o'clock start, you're going to wonder why this game wasn't minus twenty.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I you actually, think blow off? I, I think this is a, I think this is an absolute disaster piece by the by the Colts. I think they've been getting lucky. With matchups recently, uh, Houston, they caught on a, just a deflated franchise. Now, uh, you know, they've been playing better, but talent wise, they still just, I mean, they have one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, they, they really don't show you a whole lot in the passing game. Now they're going against one of the best pasties in the league. Uh, Pittsburgh's off the bye. They're feeling good. They're starting to finally right the ship. I I, I feel like this is just, you know, we're going to go out and show people we're the best team in the league kind of a game. I think the Steelers will be up to try to put on a show here.
0: There you go. I'm going to agree with you. I think the Steelers would actually could easily blow this game out if they wanted to. Um, The one thing is, though, them on the road this year, I just there's something in me to just say, leave it alone. So I'm going to pass. I'm thinking about that game with the lions and the lions had so many opportunities to actually win that game and like make it really serious, but they just couldn't finish, but they were able to move the ball in between the twenties. And I'm sitting looking at this in the team and going, ah, 10 points is so much. And even though I agree with you, Alan, I feel like at halftime, we're going to be sitting there going like, what? that was such easy money, but something's telling me to leave it alone. So I will.
1: All right, Griff. Uh, next game up here on our list. And this is one of those ones. I'm still not sure how it made the list, but I guess by (laughs) default, because there's some really trash games, but we're going to go Cincinnati at Tennessee where Tennessee is minus four and a half. Um, Whoever wants to go first on this one can jump (laughs) right in.
2: (laughs) All right. I'll go first. I am definitely responsible for this game being here. Um, I, I, uh, mainly, I kind of just wanted to hear a discussion on this game. I, uh, as you know, I've been one of the biggest like Titans detractors out there. I don't find anything about them to be good. I don't think they're coached well. I think Mariota's overrated. I think their running game isn't what it was last year. I think their defense isn't very good. Yada yada yada. And now they're going against a team that I feel like is starting to lose their identity, and they just seem to be. Finally, becoming the mess that I think we all thought they were for years, but they just always seem to scrap their way into the playoffs with defense and a running game, and and I think the wheels are starting to fall off. So, with that said, I I, I kind of lean Titans here, which is crazy because of just all the things I just said. But I I feel like the Bengals are one of those teams right now that it's very possible this is where it all falls apart.
1: I like it. I actually, you said it last week with Cincinnati. This may be the beginning of the end, finally of the Marvin Lewis era. Like it, it, it has to end, and this is looking like to me. Uh, if last week wasn't it, that second half at Jacksonville, they look yeah. like they just quit. I mean, that was. I mean, Jacksonville's defense, Jags D, baby. I'm all in with that. I'm <laughs> going to start saying it. We should make T-shirts. Just says Jags D. Um, it, made lo- it made them look. It made look bad. But they kind of quit and now they're going to go play Tennessee. Tennessee was four points last week against Baltimore. Didn't get it done. Now we got the same line against a worse team. The value for me is on Tennessee. Griff, can we make it another trifecta here?
0: Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. As much as I hate when you feel like you're the public and I'm the square bet, yeah, last week I got hit with one of the sucker bets. Even though Allen with was- Talked up the Jags D and all that great stuff. As soon as I heard that um, Leonard Fournette was going to be out, I went and I bet the Bengals. And not only did I bet the Bengals, I bet the Bengals money line. I was like, oh, man, their top guy is going to be out. They're going to have to start throwing the ball. Yeah, the Bengals are going to win this. So I watched the majority of that uh, Cincinnati-Jags game, and it it was embarrassing for Cincinnati. They literally had one good drive. They had one drive where you're like, okay, and then everything else was just pure poop. So I'm looking at this game, and I agree with you. Cincinnati looks like they quit, man. So I think if I was going to take a side, I would take Tennessee. I'm just like, Allen, I'm not big on taking Tennessee, especially anything over three, just like that game last week. They they were winning, and they had a good portion of the game, but they still only uh, ended up winning by three. So with it being four and a half, I don't know, but I really like the under because I don't think Cincinnati can score right now. Cincinnati looked really bad on offense. Andy Dalton looked like he he couldn't make decisions. He was trying to get rid of the ball, but then he was scared to throw it. The run game is nothing. Joe Mixon is nothing. I don't think they can score. Same thing with Tennessee. Tennessee is they're just a grinder team. They just do whatever they can to try to grind out a win late. There's a lot of low totals in this game. I mean, in this week and. I haven't been doing good on spreads, so I'm switching the totals. (laughs) I finally got off this night in my big three with a total, so I'm switching the totals, man, and this is one I'm definitely taking under. Yeah, I I I like it.
2: I will say this. I got to defend my man Joe Mixon a little bit. You can't run if there's no blocking. (laughs) Ask Todd Todd Gurley how that went the last couple years until they had a coach. Oh, he can't, can't even get to the a...
1: line of scrimmage without getting touched. Like, exactly. he's never through the line without contact. And that yards yeah. after contact stat is for after you get past the line of scrimmage, <laughs> not before.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that is something else. Yeah, you can't run through brick walls. That's very true. We got Dallas at Atlanta. The key matchup of the evening. This is going to be. What I think is going to be a really, really good game, because even though Ezekiel Elliott is out for this game, it gives us an opportunity to see what the Dallas Cowboys team looks like and if it's really the offensive line or if it's Ezekiel Elliott. And in my mind, I think it's the offensive line. You got Atlanta at home, minus three, minus 120 at many places, uh, or there's minus three and a half if you like Dallas. um, and the over under is forty, is as low as forty eight and a half, and as high as forty nine and a half. So it's uh, about a point difference right there, but it's definitely on its way down. I like Dallas. I like Dallas, and I think Dallas is going to show in this game that it's not Ezekiel Elliott. It's that offensive line. I think the other running backs that they have are going to have just as good of games. And Atlanta is not playing good. I don't care if they're at home or any of that other good stuff. I like Dallas a lot.
1: Dude, the the who has a song. It's the theme of uh, all the CSI series, I think, the Don't Be Fooled Again. And that's my theme song for Atlanta. Last week, they they flipped the game to them being the favorite at Carolina, and people just keep getting fooled by this team. Don't be fooled again. Atlanta's favored, and they're a mess. Dallas showed me something last week in that game against Kansas City. Yeah, they don't have Zeke, but the offensive line is all healthy. They're all still starting. And I'm sure with this on again, off again, on again, off again, Ezekiel Elliott saga, that the other guys have been getting reps. So it's not like they're coming in cold and they're going to, you know, not know the plays or or there's going to be, I think there's going to be a continuity there that maybe they're not being given credit for. So I really like Dallas in this game. I've been against Atlanta for weeks now, and it continues for me. I'm, I'm on Dallas as
2: well
0: there we go i love it come on Alice. make it three for three where you at
2: pass oh. <laughs> <laughs> love it gotta play the bad guy cue yeah. the razor ramon music uh <laughs> No, uh one thing I will say uh just for a, a quick little note on my fantasy dudes out there. Um if you're looking for some running back help like if you're still hanging on to the Eddie Lacys, the uh the Aaron Jones with no Aaron Rodgers, the Ty Montgomery with no Aaron Rodgers. Uh, or just you know any of the new york giants running backs like all these stiffs (laughs) that people still probably have in their rosters maybe take a stab at rod smith this week uh, for the cowboys he actually might get more carries at some point during the alfred morris experiment he did pass darren mcfadden on the depth chart from what i heard uh earlier in like last couple weeks and people were starting to chatter him up a little bit if zeke goes out he could be a big Big, big home run type guy. so uh, look for him to maybe if he gets a couple touches, he might impress the Cowboys and get that job until Zeke returns. So if you need the help, guy to stash on your bench, maybe. but otherwise the game spread the I don't like it if i if I had to, I'd probably would pick Dallas, but
0: there we go I hate betting, I I hate
2: betting well, I hate betting Falcon games. I, I can't stand the falcons. any any betting on or against them always seems to be bad for me.
1: Dude, are you still on the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl? For the listeners, last week Al dropped a bombshell on all of us for the well, Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl, and then they go and play these ridiculous Thursday night games, and Sherman blows out his Achilles. Well, what do you make of that?
2: Uh, I mean, that's a huge—that's a huge loss. I mean, huge. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not a—that's not a big deal. I mean, it's not Russell Wilson. Um, and I actually—it's close
1: though, right? I mean, it's well, I mean, one of the quarterbacks of the
0: defense.
2: Totally. I, I think that for me, I, I'm a big Earl Thomas guy, which is why I mentioned I didn't like them against Washington in the previous week. Um, he he sets a lot of tempo back there in that back. And but, um, you know, Sherman's still one of the best corners in the league and uh, guys like that. You just can't replace uh, that being said. Um, In a weird way, I think we could get Russell Wilson's best football ever if this D gives up points because that guy just turns it on when it's necessary. I mean, he didn't play great on Thursday, but as I've kind of mentioned about Aaron Rodgers, I think he's surrounded by the majority of stiffs on that offense. I mean, Jimmy Graham's finally, you know, awoke from the dead and can catch a touchdown. He still only had 20 yards in that game um but they have no running game no no they have zero running game their running game is horrible it is so bad i can't i can't even believe how terrible their run game is it's it's atrocious like i mean it's literally russell wilson as option one two three four and five it's it's (laughs) it's insane but um but I, i i still believe in him and and that and that team and the coach and all these things and i still think they have enough tools to come out on top in the nfc uh, but with that said um there there's some definite talent in the n f c that could take them out and I think the Sherman injury does hurt that uh that factor though for sure
0: I agree with you, you know what I didn't even realize if the playoffs were to start right now, the Seahawks wouldn't even be in it. There's six teams in the league right now with better records i mean in the n f c with better records that's insane. Um, so yeah I, they're they're fighting they're in a dogfight right now like you said Russell Wilson to step up and play some of his bit, his best football but they're on the outside looking in and I don't know if that door is going to open all right guys that was a great wrap up of the seven I love the way we do that now um, so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna come with the fire as so nicely coined by Alan Berg so give us two two seconds and we will be right back with you All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and it is time for the fire. This is we're going to fire at you just the last couple of games on the board and just give you our quick answers. It's not going to be no more than 30 seconds to a minute for each game. We just want to let you know where we stand on some of the ones that are left over. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off really quick just to get it moving. Um, We got Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago is minus five and a half. It shot up all the way from three. The over-under is 37 and a half. Starting with you, Alan, what you like?
2: As a Bears fan, this line looks completely insane to me, so I want no part of it. But hopefully the biscuit, Mitchell Trubisky, shows up and puts up like 30 on the Packers.
0: Ooh. <laughs> all right, where about you, Dave, where you at?
1: Oh, man, the Packers... They're going bad. They're the Colts without Peyton Manning. Forget about it. I don't want to even watch one play of this game. Forget it. Hard pass for me.
0: All right, I'm looking at it. Um, I actually like Green Bay. I want to see Green Bay win a game or at least cover one game throughout uh, without Aaron Rodgers. This would be the one that I think they could do the – Had the best chance of doing it. And since I'm on totals right now, I love it under. You got two quarterbacks. I don't trust either one of them at this point. I think this is going to be a really, really ugly. Like you said, you're not going to want to watch this game. I'm going to take it under. Let's keep it moving. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Next game up on the docket, we got um, Cleveland at Detroit. Ugh. (laughs) one of those games, right? (laughs) You got I don't Detroit know does this at, one make the screen forget about it
1: come on never
0: Green Bay at, I mean Detroit at home minus eleven ten and a half if you're lucky over under forty three and a half where you're at Dave everybody's looking
1: to take the Browns pull you know off the buy there's a the value side etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, another hard pass for me a double digit favorite for Detroit I can't make heads or tails of it I got nothing on this game either
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say that Cleveland is going to put up a goose egg in this game. They are not going to score at all in this game. So obviously, I would like Detroit, and I also like the under. I don't think Cleveland. Not it, in more seriousness, I don't think they get more than seven points. But I can easily see them putting up a goose egg.
2: Let's just move along because I'm gonna have this game show up later.
0: Oh, oh. A segue. Wow. all right. Can't argue with that. All right. Moving right along, we got Houston at the L.A. Rams. Ram, another big number. Rams minus 11, 12, 11 and a half some places over under 46 and a half. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick this one off quick and say pass. I have no idea. I want to say the Rams and think they're going to blow them out, but Houston, I think, might be able to just keep it close. They came back late in that close game. They might keep it close. I'm going to pass. What about you, Al?
2: Um, with the fact that the Rams, I believe, still are the number one scoring offense in the NFL, it's hard not to TJ Yates, uh, David Griffin's grandmother, Dave Scherer youngest daughter to play quarterback. (laughs) So, uh, there it's over like the Deshaun Watson experiment has ended for now. Hopefully it'll get Bill O'Brien fired so that they might have a chance to win something next year when Deshaun Watson's healthy. Uh, I, I think if you, if you bet this game, go with the Rams.
1: Can't make a case at all for the Texans in this one. You want to t- you want to look to take double digit dogs a lot of times in the NFL. This isn't one of them. I love what the Rams are doing. Um, the energy on their sideline has completely changed. The offense is the real deal. Forget about it. It's Rams or nothing. But don't even watch this one either.
0: Oh, there's so many dog games on here. It's it's gross. It's. It's hurting our rhythm, to be honest, how bad some of these games are. All right, the next one. It doesn't get any better with the (laughs) next one, Griff. Yeah, I I know.
2: And then then we're heading to the main event of those games.
1: This is the Uh, big pooch special of the week, man. I mean, we got Giants, San Francisco. I'll go first. If San Francisco doesn't win this game, are they going to win a game? I mean, the Giants are 1-7 in their road favorites. What does that say for the 0-9 Niners? It doesn't say <laughs> anything other than dog money line for me. If you're going to bet the game, just bet San Francisco. I fell for it last week against Arizona. They were two-and-a-half-point dogs. Arizona's better than the Giants. The line's the same. You've got to take the points and live on the money line for me. But who in the hell knows, really? Come on. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm going to go opposite. I like the Giants. The 49 showed me nothing last game. They showed me absolutely nothing at home against a division rival, against a backup quarterback, showed me nothing. So until Chris, what G&G did the Giants starts, show?
1: What did the Giants show you quitting against the Rams at home and getting a 50 burger put up on them?
0: I at least the Rams are good though, right? The Cardinals aren't earn any good. It's not like so if you got at least the Giants have an excuse. They played a really really good team. So with all that okay. being said, I really I, I like the Giants. I'm gonna go with the Giants. Uh until Jimmy G starts for the 49ers, you might as well go ahead and bend against them. I'm getting absolutely nothing from them. What do you like, Al? You're gonna wear the you're gonna wear the Niners jersey on Sunday, too? I might as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm rocking at least one of them. <laughs> I got three, so one of them's getting it. And I got the Jimmy G jersey in the mail.
1: Oh <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Touch us up on this one.
2: Wow, so much ox. Oxygen has just been wasted on this game, and I may have to quit the podcast. I am not even going to discuss it. Enjoy, fellas.
0: (laughs) All right, look at that. I wish I should have done that. Can we start over? I'm just going to do that and just not even. uh, All right, last one we got going. We got New England at Denver. New England's minus seven and a half. Uh, Denver's horrible. Over-under is four and a half. New England, I guess, is pretty good. They looked a lot better the last couple of weeks. If you're going to bet this game, the only way you could possibly even think to imagine a betting it is New England minus the seven. Um, so just go with that and not even overthink it, right?
1: I agree. I mean,
0: Osweiler's still starting for
1: the Broncos, right? That's yes.
0: you, Until
1: he's not starting for the Broncos, unless they're getting 10 points or more, and even then I don't think you even look to take them. They're, they're not – at all scoring points, it's New England or nothing. What
0: about you, Big Al?
2: I really want to see the Patriots have to play a team that can actually score. That would be really nice <laughs> to see if this defense is actually like, right at the ship, <laughs> but I think it's just Belichick doing a lot better, figuring out ways to keep the ball in his offense's hands and keep that D off the field. Uh, that being said, uh, I can't make a case for either side. Uh, you know, I'm not laying seven on the road. I don't usually do things like that unless the other team is just the worst defense in the league, and the and the Broncos aren't that. So, yeah, pass. I,
0: I don't know if the Broncos aren't that, man. You see the way that Carson Wentz ate them up last week. I was just like, is this the Broncos, D? Like, what is what has happened to these guys? So, I, I don't know. But I can't argue with you on that pass right there. These are some really, really tough games. Like you said, we're getting to that point. We're getting closer towards the part in the season where the lines are just too – they're just too sharp. They're just too uh, You can't you can't do a whole lot with them, and that's why I'm into college basketball, fellas. Okay, this is gonna be the last game of the rapid fire. This is gonna be the Monday night football game, and it is Miami at Carolina. Another one of these games that I am not excited to watch. I don't know about you guys. We got Carolina at home minus nine, and the over under is 38 and a half, 39 and a half if you like the under. Uh, this is a game I'm looking at. only thing I like in this game is the under. A lot of low totals, and there's going to be a lot of unders, I think, out there. Uh, this is all I like in this game. I can't imagine taking Carolina minus 10 as bad as Miami has looked. Uh, what about you guys?
1: I'm all with you here, Griff. I really like the under. So for me, the side is Miami. You can't <laughs> lay nine in a game that the total is 38 or 38.5. Math just doesn't add up. You, you need to win like 27 to 10 or 27 to uh, 17 puts you over so i really like the dolphins if uh if you got to pick a side but i'm leaning towards the under more
0: there we go and to wrap it up al what do you like
2: uh if i had to bet it i'd bet the dolphins just for the reason that uh big dave just mentioned the total is so low that you know you're getting nine points it just seems crazy so i would go dolphins but not overly excited about that one either
0: yeah, I'm not overly excited about this game at all. I'm probably not going to watch it. Even though I'm going to be at work with all the games on, I'm just not going to look at the big screen. Oh, well, There'll I be college
1: stuff. basketball on Monday, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. That's what I'm going to be. Fucking you better
1: fun. be watching college Guaranteed. basketball. Forget about these garbage NFL games.
0: Forget about it. Guaranteed. All right, that's going to wrap up our rapid fire round. The fire, that was awesome. Um, hopefully we got you guys on some right sides. And now all we have left for you is the big three by the big three. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come right back at you, uh, we're going to give you what we like. So you're going to want to stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back once again. It is the time for the big three by the big three. So as we always say, cue the music. And since Allen 3-0 again last week, it's your turn to go first. Why don't you knock it out of the park for us?
2: All right, gentlemen, let's try to do it again. Um, first game I like on the docket is the Vikings minus one and a half at Washington. Uh, the Redskins did show some metal last week. They looked good in Seattle. Uh, I did mention I didn't like it as much because of the Earl Thomas issue, which is why I wouldn't didn't recommend the Seahawks. Uh, I do think, though, the Washington offensive line injuries are going to show their head in this game. The Vikings' D is is phenomenal, and their blitz packages are tough, uh, and they're going to give Cousins a lot of problems. I think you're safe laying the points on the road here. Uh, Next up, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus 10. Uh, I just have a hard time believing that off of a buy. And they're not gonna be ready to play this team on the road uh, I, I keep going back and forth trying to you know as I like to do try to put my scores in my head and I'm here in 24 14 that's uh, probably higher. So 31 14 there's 17, you know, it just keeps going from there I don't see pit I don't see Indy scoring more than 20 and if they got to up to 20 I really believe Pittsburgh would get to 40. So um, definitely the Steelers this week and then a little bit of a surprise here uh, hmm. I I ha- I like the Browns plus eleven and a half, man. Um, I-, I just don't think the Lions are good <laughs> enough to be a double-digit favorite. Uh, I I like the fact that the Browns are off the bye. The Lions had six days to prepare. They're coming off a very probably emotional game for that team, winning at Lambeau. Yes, there was no Rodgers, but it was still a big thing for them to feel like winners walking off that field. And I just could see them playing a little down this week. Uh, Likely that they still find a way to win, but I think this game could be a little more competitive than people think. So that's my big three for the week, gentlemen.
0: Wow! All right, I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna go to you, Dave, because I need I need a second. Why don't you go? (laughs) All right, I wasn't
1: expecting the Browns to make anybody's big three this week, so (laughs) that's a good thing. Um, All right, we're gonna go big three. I'm gonna ride. Uh, Big Al's coattails with this one. We can be on the same side on the big three. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. I really like the spot. I like the line. They just basically got to win the game. So Pick me the winner. I think the Vikings win the game. Lay the one and a half. That's my first game. My second game is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One and six against the spread this season. Get the win. I can't lay the Jets on the road. I can't I can't do it. So we're completely fading the Jets, and I'm jumping on board with my backup QB, Fitzy, um, who I've been burying for two (laughs) weeks straight. Uh, That's how fickle this business is. It's not personal. It's just business. We're taking numbers. My third game this week is going to be the home dog Buffalo Bills against the Saints. We're going against another hot team. They've won six games in a row. They also have six wins against the spread on the on the season, and we're taking the better defense here at home, riding Tyrod Taylor, Buffalo Bills, plus three for me. That is my big
0: three. Roll it up, Griff. There we go. I like it. All right, for me, like I said, um, I got off this night last week with some totals this week. It's all totals. So to start it off with, I'm going to take the over in the LA Chargers-Jacksonville Jaguars game. Again, the the line is 41. I think it's going to be uh, one of those games where both teams definitely score in the 20s. And if that is the case, you're guaranteed to get at least a push. If it's 20-21, you're getting at least a push. So I definitely like this game over. Uh, The next game that I like is going to be the under in the Detroit-Cleveland game. Like I said in our analysis, I don't see Cleveland scoring at all. Even though Allen likes Cleveland in this game, hopefully it ends up to be 10 to nothing then, and you get the cover on Cleveland. I think this (laughs) game is a dead under. Um... I don't not nothing. Don't, he wouldn't even
2: give me the field
0: goal. <laughs> I just don't see any scores. <laughs> I don't see too many scores, especially not from Cleveland in this game. So I'm going to go ahead and I am going to take that game under. And I got one more under for you guys. It's going to be the under in the Tennessee-Cincinnati game, under 40 and a half. That's another low total. But like I said, I lost a lot of that Cincinnati game last week against Jacksonville. And Cincinnati's offense just oh. looked off they look like they didn't know what they were doing and they weren't having fun out there playing football tennessee's another one of those teams that don't score a lot of points they just try to do whatever they can to win by a field goal so i could see this game easily being something like uh 18 to 16 something ridiculous something low like that i don't think either team reaches 20 to be honest so if that's the case you're gonna be fine um yeah take it under
1: Boys, congratulations. We just made the Cleveland Browns-Detroit Lions game significant to all the listeners. I can't believe it. <laughs> the only podcast in the country breaking down the game and giving not only the side but the total out at the end. Phenomenal job.
0: <laughs> Absolutely incredible. <laughs> See, but that's 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 what we do, man. It's not all about the, the big flashy stuff that's going to be on our, every parlay and every teaser. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to find those gems, those uh, hidden gems in the sand that you got to pick up and give give out to your girl. So hopefully we can uh, have some winning sides and I can get off the night with some of these totals. Alan could keep going 3-0 and I really like your picks today, Dave. Dave, Dave's, I was actually feeling hype. I might just throw something in nice with sure. So uh, I like what we did.
1: All right, man. That's good stuff. I mean, we keep doing the show, finding the time to do it. I love it. And... I'm getting so much good feedback, Griff. We got I got so many texts about the college show this week, and one guy even sent me a text and said, "Man, Allen sounded really pumped up at the end of the show when he gave out his Seattle and Arizona analysis." I said, "Listen, man, he was outside. He wasn't at home trying to keep the babies asleep. Let the guy go. If we if we unleash the beast, forget about it. If we get Allen Berg fired up, it's all over. You guys don't know." <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. I could always use a couple cocktails, too. I think that would help. But, uh... But one thing I did want to touch on the grifts uh, to the listeners is that uh, you know one thing to keep in mind, like you said, don't always look at these flashy games. You know, I said last week I love the trash bag games, and I gave you two last week, and they both won. So, you know, don't overlook this line with the the Browns. I, I mean, you know, like I said, the, the Lions. I mean, they're good. They're they're a solid team, but they're you know to me they're not a ten and a half point favorite against anybody. I, I'm you know that's just that's just how I get. But uh, we appreciate all the support, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time, I guess.
0: You got a question? You can hit us up in a second. At our Twitter, cash considering is the section. Find clips of the show. You can hit up different polls, updates on your players. Anything you need to know. Don't hesitate, wait or over contemplate. Reserve a date and a place, let us educate. I promise you won't find a better use of your time. If you want to make some money, hit the like and subscribe. Look at Alan closing the show. That was beautiful, man. I like that. Usually it's just like a yep, but that was perfect. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to end it just like that. So with that being said, this is Cast Considerations.